time now for the first half of your evening news here on KCIM. This is Abby Ward reporting. The Carroll Community School District is discussing different avenues they can take if House Bill 542 should pass legislation, increasing the minimum for teacher salaries. Governor Kim Reynolds announced her proposal to raise the minimum teacher salary to $50,000 and teachers with 12-plus years of experience to $62,000 earlier this year. The CCSD worked through different scenarios to follow the requirements of the proposed legislation. One option the district is considering is increasing the wages to the minimum as required, but not adjusting other teachers' salaries. The district would need to spend an additional $345,320 to get 49 teachers to the $50,000 base and 23 experienced teachers to $62,000. Other explored options include increasing all teachers' salaries to the minimum and the remaining salaries be increased by a set percentage. The current starting pay for first-year teachers at CCSD is $45,545, which would require a 12.25% increase to Reynolds' proposed minimum. If the CCSD increased all teachers' income by the same 12.25%, it would cost the district $1,122,526,000 per year in PEG increases. The last option considered would be getting the proposed salaries to the minimum, then increasing the remaining teachers' income by 2.5%. By following that guideline, the 127 teachers employed at CCSD would cost $467,745 more annually. No action was taken on this as the proposed bill is still being discussed in the House and has been tabled as of February 1st. CCSD is just looking ahead in case the legislation is signed into law. Thomas Dresthaven in Coon Rapids is hosting their first outreach program for community members tomorrow afternoon. The program was initially scheduled for earlier this year, but it was postponed due to Iowa winter weather. Social Services Director Rachel Hoffbauer says Thomas Dresthaven wants to start programs as a way to be a resource for the Coon Rapids and surrounding communities. Plains Area Mental Health Center will lead the presentation with information on how to take care of one's mental health and how to get the process started if seeking professional help. The program begins at 4 p.m. tomorrow in the Thomas Rest Haven Dining Room. There is no need to register and it is a free event to attend. District 11 Representative Brian Best says the Iowa House Transportation Committee is putting together a new bill potentially easing restrictions on current school driving permits. Under this new legislation, the school and farm work permit would be combined into one new minor's driver's license instead of two separate entities. Students who are not yet 16 years old but have completed driver's education would qualify for this permit, allowing them to drive unaccompanied by a fully licensed guardian to and from school, extracurricular activities, work, and a service station. A student with this permit would be able to drive 25 miles away and would be allotted an hour before and after the event to drive, but not after that specific time frame. The new driving privileges would allow students to drive to a non-farm job and have three residences instead of just one they can drive to themselves. Parents or guardians of the student would have to submit written consent to the Department of Transportation for approval of the work and resident location before the student could drive unsupervised. 
Concerns are being raised about this new legislation as giving teen drivers more independence could potentially increase the risk of accidents for themselves and other drivers on the road. Harsher penalties will be enforced on those who violate the rules to ensure teens are following these new restrictions. Those in violation would lose their permit for three months and have to wait an additional three months before being able to apply for their intermediate driver's license at 16. The bill is still being worked on by a subcommittee and is set to be full considered by a full committee before the deadline of February 15th. The Carroll County Cattlemen's Association is excited to announce a new program to help local youth start their careers in livestock production. Brett Grieve with the association says it is an aggressive, aggressive initiative to reduce barriers young people face when starting their herds. New for this year, what we're going to call the Beef Builders Program. It's going to be for a, a young individual or, or a few individuals. We haven't decided yet, but basically it's going to be a $7,500 interest-free loan to start a beef herd, whether they want to do it with a breeding cattle or market animal. They can do that, and it's, it's basically five years interest-free to get them started. The Beef Builders Program was developed in response to declining applications for the Cattlemen's Annual Scholarship and fewer young people joining the industry. It isn't a lack of interest in raising beef that is that is the problem, Cody Erickson says. The high financial barrier to entry is holding entrepreneurial youth back from taking their first steps into becoming a cattleman. There's kids out here that want to be involved, but A, they don't have the finances to do it, nor maybe their parents have the finances to help that kid out, you know. So we're just kind of here to help hopefully get somebody's dream started and keep it building in their right direction. Grieve says the application criteria is quite easy for those interested participating in the new program. Basically, the qualifications are 12 to 25 years of age, so there's a lot of individuals out there that could probably use it. Applications are tentatively scheduled to open during the Carroll County Cattlemen's Annual Banquet on February 24th and will close on June 1st. The winners are expected to be announced sometime this summer. Erickson and Grieve say they expect the Beef Builders Program to be highly competitive and look forward to its impact on the local beef community. And that has been the first half of your evening news here on KCIM. We will be back for more after these messages. Tune in tomorrow morning during the 7 o'clock hour to hear from Chaplain Angelo for a rise and shine. Be inspired, reconnect, and reflect with a quick inspirational message. Tune in tomorrow for a rise and shine during the 7 o'clock hour. Brought to you by St. Anthony Regional Hospital. Hi, this is Chloe Dankert, and for the past two years, I have had the privilege of working in the marketing department here at Carroll Broadcasting. It has been so rewarding and has given me a real sense of accomplishment as I reached my goals. But things in my life have changed as my husband and I welcomed a baby girl in 2022. With my responsibilities and schedule as a mom, it made more sense to move to a new position with Carol Broadcasting. As excited as I am to get started in my new role, I want to let you know that Carol Broadcasting will be looking for our next member of our marketing team. If you're outgoing, love meeting and helping people, and using your creativity to make their businesses a success, then Carol Broadcasting is the perfect place for you to call home. Apply today by sending your resume to Kim Hackett, our general manager, at kim at carolbroadcasting.com. Carol Broadcasting is an equal opportunity employer. Time now for the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. But before we get into the stories, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast with some weather facts from today. 
So tonight we're looking at mostly cloudy skies at the low around 39, wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a high near 59, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour. Tomorrow night, a 30% chance of rain, mainly after 11 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 47, wind gusts as high as 37 miles per hour, new precipitation mounts of less than a tenth of an inch are possible. And Thursday night, there's going to, Thursday, there's going to be a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny skies with a high near 58, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour. And Thursday night's going to be mostly cloudy with a low around 34 and breezy. Yesterday's high was 55 degrees set at sometime in the afternoon, and yesterday's low was 24 degrees set at 7.45 a.m. Sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.27 a.m., and record high was set back in 50, in 1925 at 57 degrees, and, yes, and record low was negative 20 set back in 1978. Now let's take a look at your evening news. The Carroll City Council's second budget work session is planned for tomorrow evening. The council conveys at 5.15 p.m. at Carroll City Hall to review what city staff have prepared so far for the fiscal year 2025 budget. On Monday evening, the council heard from Carroll Police Chief Brad Burke and Public's Work Director Randy Crawl regarding their respective departments' proposed budgets, and Finance Director Laura Schaefer also provided a breakdown of current fund balances. Officials anticipate estimated expenditures, including transfers of just over $30 million in fiscal year 25. The proposed total levy for fiscal year 25 is expected to decrease slightly from 12.16844 per $1,000 of taxable assessed valuation to 12.16046. Wednesday's work session is open to the public and will be live-streamed via the City of Carroll YouTube channel. Links to the agenda, video, and 298-page preliminary budget are included with this story on our website. Iowa officials released statements yesterday memorializing former Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Bill Norte as his death, following his death at the age of 64. Norday served as Iowa Secretary for Agriculture from 2007 to 2018 before leaving the position to become Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation for the U.S. Department of Agriculture during the Trump administration. Governor Kim Reynolds says Bill was a great leader whose worth ethic and passion for Iowa agriculture was unmatched. Iowa farmers, Iowans and farmers around the country were fortunate to have such a rock-solid advocate and friend. Bill understood our responsibility to the good stewards of the land and exemplified the calling throughout his career. Senator Chuck Grassley says the Iowa farm community lost a great lost a giant. Bill Northey was a dear friend and fierce advocate for the family farmer. As Iowa's Secretary of Agriculture and Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation at the United States Department of Agriculture under President Trump, Bill's commitment to agriculture, biofuels, and, conserva- and conservations were unmatched. Senator Joni Ernst released a similar statement saying, Throughout his career as a farmer, leader in key agriculture organizations, Iowa Secretary of Agriculture and U.S. Department of Agriculture Undersecretary, he was a steadfast advocate for the producers that feed and fuel our world. He helped establish Iowa as the national leader on key initiatives, including ethanol and the nutrition nutrient reduction strategy while always remaining grounded and connected to his family farm in Dickinson County. 
I was thankful to work with him closely during my time in the Iowa Senate and the U.S. Senate on the issues that mattered most to our farmers. Current Iowa Secretary of Agriculture, Mike Nag, says he loved Iowa and he loved Iowa agriculture. His curiosity, care for others, and love of learning made him a leader that everyone could admire. Bill brought a farmer's work ethic to aspect to every aspect of his life, and he was tireless in promoting our state, its people, and our agriculture. State Auditor Rob Sand says Bill Northey was treated always treated people with kindness and despite disagreements i never doubted his commitment to public service or his love for the state we both call home iowa governor's traffic safety bureau and law enforcement agencies are partnering to encourage fans to celebrate super bowl 58 safely the statewide initiative emphasizes the responsibility of both hosts and attendees to prevent drunk driving incidents on game day with the theme, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Statistics reveal the concerning trend with an average of eight people either killed or seriously injured each week in Iowa over the past five years due to crashes involving impaired drivers. Nationally, approximately 37 people lose their lives daily in accidents related to drunk driving. As Super Bowl 58 is set for February 11th, the GTSB urges individuals to plan for a safe celebration. Whether designating a driver, offering non-alcoholic beverage options, or arranging alternative transportation, the emphasis is on preventing the severe consequences associated with impaired driving. The GTSB collaborates with various organizations to implement strategies and initiatives to reduce road fatalities and injuries in Iowa through federally funded grants. As of February 5th, Iowa has already recorded 16 traffic fatalities this calendar year. That figure is 36% below last year's figure and 24.8% below the five-year average. And law enforcement is pushing to keep the trends moving in the right direction. And that has been a look at your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting.